0: It's season 3 episode 18 will be on this earth. This is Nova Hollerback, and on today's episode will be on this earth Is there an economic trap right in this aggression dealing with Ukraine? What is the, the truth about the Ukrainian issue? That a lot of the media is trying to scrub away as Duck Duck Go becomes Duck Duck Not. Issues concerning with the world event crisis as the New York Times want us to forget. Also concerning this particular crisis, what happens if a new does go off in the United States? Call Denninger with the details. Appreciation where men go and news that you may have missed, James Webb and LASIK, the final major projects and prestige prize winner, plus what is going to happen next week. It's all that and more on today's episode of Beyond This Earth. This is Beyond This Earth. Welcome to Beyond This Earth, season three, episode 18. This is Nova Hollerback. That's Hollaback! Well, I never thought I would be witnessing the craziness of America in full bore. And boy, boy America has really gone crazy. This world event crisis many people might call it the COVID-19 pandemic, which is still ongoing, despite the many changes that are happening, less mass all over the place, especially in Washington, California, and others. Now it is the Ukrainian situation. There are some things that I need to say, and I will say it towards the end of what we are about to discuss, but if you have not heard, more sanctions is coming on, and now Oil and gas will no longer come from Russia to the United States as Biden has banned that. And now tariffs are incoming to those that are helping in this particular situation, that is helping Russia in this particular situation. Interesting news that I will also state towards the end. But one thing I want you to make sure and listen very carefully is that there is a possibility there are mouse traps all throughout the decisions especially taking Russia from Swift what you don't realize about Swift is that it's not this mega computer system there is no mega computer systems there are databases out there financial databases bloomberg has content with Faladin, which is their major database, or one of the major databases. Martin Armstrong has one of his own major databases. All these different databases, they're not necessarily connected together, but aspects of it, the financial departments all over the world have certain databases. Swift is a database. And it's an algorithmic databases That have been first done in analog many years before when it started out later became a part of the communications and telecommunications side of things Sometime in the early 80s sometime in the late 80s 8788 and they started to build these systems concerning with finance so Swift is a Bunch of programming algorithms and Data sets Basically, it's it's almost like basic but way way more complicated It's done in COBOL in certain and certain parts It's done in COBOL and other parts is in FORTRAN and other parts, it's done well, it's actually COBOL 68 in other parts is Lisp and in other parts, there's Java. There's this there's the, the first versions of what we now consider APIs <clears throat> When it's trying to connect to Aladdin in other particular place of those, those places there and then escrow which is connected to this whole Swift system It's not a joke Swift is not a joke so when a government <clears throat> Decides that It can no longer Deal with a certain country In there They have to use SWIFT They have to take away Assets From removing it From these particular systems And other particular systems have to agree Understand So they can no longer access Through SWIFT those particular systems As it were where they used to do before and it was much easier Now it's much harder, but if you break aspects of the system, which is a mismatch of programming languages You might fuck up something in other systems that will take much longer to fix, and you might fuck up another system which has been locked in for years and years and years and nobody has touched it Until it is time to touch it and then you might spark certain things that are happening that the market may not like A Twitter poster by the name of Susa Stated this on Twitter on the 7th The recording is being done on the 11th the conflict in Ukraine is a collateral damage of massive US-Russia crisis that have been brewing since at least 2012. My me paraphrasing. Now that the conflict has penetrates every single political, economic and social level regionally and globally it's important to see what comes next. He's an academic, is not jobs of our government or companies, but analysis of most global constituencies getting critically biased. Ma probably is as well, but he presents the, the other side of the picture from what people get from mainstream media and other particular things in Ukraine, cause Russia's shield bear, whatever. So, he says, the new drastic sanctions on Russia were slapped and will hurt especially in the long term. There's a lot of literature on it. Many talk about how energy markets will be affected. So I'm going, he's going to skip this and say a few things about other, less discussed important domains. Following sanctions on Russia's air flick world and airspace, Russia closed off skies for Europe. They gotta take a detour. Shares of most European airlines fell from 6% to 12%. Thirty-two percent, due to the increased costs. Finan particularly looking bad. Not just that, a lot of rejoicing over how rush planes were on lease are seized. But there are a lot of drawbacks to this as well. Western sanctions meant to punish President Putin for invading Ukraine may have also dealt a big blow to Europe as companies that lease or uh, commercial aircraft to Russian airlines. There's new sent those new sanctions are going to hurt those. European countries Moscow advises chemical enterprises to suspend export of methanol derivatives to Europe due to logistical issues Methanol is raw material for Paralitensol and utropatine sales of Russian manufacturers in the EU market is 40% Potentatol and 50% utropatine without going into the scientific details the polymer market will go down the same pipe as the aviation agriculture, Russia will suspend the export of fertilizers to Europe until normal transportation is resumed and deliveries are guaranteed. Number six, Russia's trade ministry says that due to the sabotage of deliveries by some forest logistic companies, farmers both in Europe and other countries cannot receive the necessary volumes of fertilizer which means that on the eve of the sowing season, European and American farmers are left without Russian fertilizer. Russian share of the world market is a little less than a third, per, per, third, like one third potash fertilizer, which I mentioned about it last week. 10% of nitrogen fertilizer and about 20% of other complex fertilizer. How to fill the gap? The issue could have been resolved by fertilizers in Belarus, but it is also under sanction. In Ukraine its sewing campaign is disrupted due to this particular situation That is in six months the world food market in particular wheat will collapse The bread is gone Ain't no more cereals Ain't no more cereals, bruh in six months Y'all when y'all got no bread and you got to feed people with bread, especially cows. Oh Lord, six months not looking good and you need to ramp it up. And they going to take at least a year to ramp up production again. A lot of motherfuckers are going to go hungry. He continues. Russia is the world leader in the wheat market, and what the U.S. now does is to seek to cut U- uh, Russian imp- Russian exports. This will only aggregate the situation. The logistics of this are completely destroyed; impossible to take Russian wheat to Europe, but it's easy to take it to China, and they need a lot of it. So you help China by screwing over Europe, which where China. Ladies and gentlemen, and this particular coronavirus, come on now. Skukov continues. By the way, once the sanctions were slapped, India was smart enough to ensure business with Russia over fertilizers was done in bilateral currencies. So the East here exposes a smarter approach than the West. Not surprising. Semiconductors and computer chips are also interesting. Today, Russia accounts for 80% of the market of sapphire substrates, thin place of artificial stone, which is used in opto and microelectronics to build various layers of materials, such as silicon. They're used in every processor all over the world. AMD and Intel are no exception. Russia's position is even stronger in special-chip etching chemistry using very ultra-clean components. Russia accounts for almost 100% of the supply of some of the rare earth elements used in these purposes. A ban on Russian finished projects towards Russia will result in a retaliatory ban on the supply of production components which will cause an acute shortage of processors for the whole world. There are other echoes as he continues, gas prices going up just as Moscow expected them to. Diesel is getting expensive, Energy energy bills in Europe are also rising. I don't rejoice in any of this, people will lose their jobs, people have to live harder lives, nor do I estimate the gravity of the situation for Russia's own economy. This is to say, the next time you hear people that Russian is a gas station with nukes, judge yourself. Europe will lose in any case. China it may be a mixed bag. The U.S. is likely a winner in this crisis. Israel Western leaders stronger. It benefits economically from Europe's militarization and sanctions on Russia. U.S. profits from the conflict like it did both in the first two world wars. But the departure from the U.S. dominant world will be much faster. So this is the de-dollarization. U.S. domestic integrity is also weak and this will be exploited. Regardless of how Ukraine is settled, Russian-U.S. stand-up will continue to take dramatic forms, but in a mostly non-military way in the future. if The world starts to de-dollarize a lot of shit starts to change A lot of it starts to change and it will affect this country in ways that you I and others cannot predict Oh things may be going well but that is not how it ends. It is going to get bad. One chart that came out on March 7th the spikes in European gas prices support short term electricity prices paid by most businesses rather than households through the roof. Spain is an example. He's covered this market since he was a training reporter in 1997. And the spike in Spanish day ahead electricity price has gone up from where it was several um months ago to around at least uh 544 euros per kilowatt I think for megawatts I believe crazy absolutely crazy Then came this unbelievable post, I ain't going to tell you where but you will know it, but I'm going to read some of it. While this particular thing is ongoing, let us look at the composition of the Ukrainian government. The court decision making inner circle of Ukrainian President Zelensky is actually based on a circle of friends when he was an actor. The chief of staff of the presidential palace is a comedy producer. The head of the presidential administration is a lawyer in the entertainment industry in Ukraine. The president's chief policy advisor is a comedy writer. The chief chairman of the Ukrainian Supreme Intelligence Service, their version of the CIA, is a boss of a film company. The senior advisor of the Ukrainian National Defense Committee is a comedian and a partner in acting with Mr. Zelensky. If you just look at their resume, it's a film and television company or decision-making body for a country. The poster wonders why has Ukraine completely ignored the geopolitical relations of major producers over the years? It seems that Homeland Security and National Development has nothing to do with these particular politicians because it doesn't really matter. They're basically not Ukrainians. Because Ukraine recognizes dual nationality, 90% of the 80% of the senior government officials are American, and 90% of the wealthy people of rich are both in London, America, or Switzerland. During the 20, 20, 2008 Olympics in Turin, in Russia, the pro-American Georgian President Saskavili, who was ordered by attack by ordered to attack by Putin was defeated and overthrown and transformed himself into the governor of Odessa Oblast. The female health minister of Ukraine is the most typical example. She was born in the United States. Before 2013, she was an American general doctor. She went to Ukraine in 2013, naturalized in Ukraine in 2015, and was promoted to Deputy Minister of Health in 2016. In 2019, he defied, that's the President, Zelensky, for all opposition and was appointed Health Minister. That's the woman was appointed the Health Minister. Three other ministers appointed by the Parliamentary in 2014 are all foreigners. The Secretary of the Treasury is American. The Minister of Health is Georgian. The Minister of the Economy is Youth and women Former President of Georgia is now the government, Governor of Odessa. The last President, Peter Porozhenko, was said to be an informant for the CIA. Hold on. As for the grassroots troops, many frontline commanders are American and have joined Ukraine in recent years. In terms of qualitative statistics, the indicators are like this. 80% of U.S. visitors hold U.S. citizenship Two citizenship is legal 9% of the wealth of the rich are both in Europe, those two particular places, London and Switzerland and the United States Zelensky is neither Russian nor Polish but Jewish and also has a mansion and huge assets in the United States Actually, he is a non-practicing Jew And he has a wife who is Catholic Is there any hope for, for, he said he's Jewish, he's non-practicing Catholic. He says that his, um, the President Zelensky's um, parents were in the Holocaust and all the rest of it. That much of it is true. However, when the war comes, will anyone think about this land from the port of the country and the nation? So what is the ultimate goal of so many people with American and Western European nationalities in Ukraine? The Ukrainian government is a high- Sounding government in name of the Ukrainian state and the Ukrainian people. But in fact, it's nothing more than a shallow academy. Living in such a country is helpless and tragic and is really hard for 40 million Ukrainian people. Then another poster stated Search Igor Kolensky Zelensky. Kolensky is the billionaire criminal oligarch behind Zelensky. He not only owns the network that aired and funded. Servant of the people Zelensky's show where he played a viral president of Ukraine Kolinsky funded his in real life campaign and media push and Zelensky's lawyer is Kolomansky's as well. Where did the funds come from? Zelensky embezzled 5.5 billion dollars from the Ukrainian bank he started and never served time. He stole 5.5 $5 billion from Ukrainians. He laundered the money to Zelensky, buying him a $35 million mansion in sunny Isles, Florida, which is known as Little Moscow, and creating a Costa Rican bank account for Zelensky that currently costs $1 billion of those stolen dollars. Kolensky was banned from the U.S. along with his wife and kids for using bank funds on Zelensky. Oh, and those neo Nazi mercenaries that Putin keeps mentioning, funded by Klonasky, those are his private security. He gets off of them calling them Nazis because it trips up the trail for normies and media. He's also offering a thousand K bounties on any Russian soldier. Absolutely crazy. Continuing from this here From the Pandora Papers the document showed that Zelensky and his partner set up a television production company, Cartel 95, and a network of offshore firms dating back to at least 2012. The year the company began making regular content for TV stations owned by the same man and oligarch are by allegations of multi-billion-dollar fraud. The offshores were also used by Zelensky and his associates to purchase and own three prime-time properties in the center of London. A Ukrainian politician called him out. This is um Komolovsky. And on his theft and grip of the Ukrainian people. So she tried to kill her child and husband with arson. She demanded accountability. Zelensky had his comedy troupe hire the official Ukraine choir to sing about arson and lampoon this particular person. This is all documented by this media. The head of the choir officially apologized and sing. It's absolutely crazy, and then it just continues from there. It, it it's just wild. It is just wild. Then oh, absolutely wild. But then there was. A spokesman that happened around March 7th. This all came on March 7th, a big day. Said that Ukraine must amend the constitution and reject change to enter any bloc. Ukraine must recognize Crimea's Russian Indonesia, and Donetsk and as independent states. If these conditions are met, then Russian action will stop in a moment. The agreement has not gone through. They have not made that agreement. Absolutely crazy. This was a part of another thread done by Arif Arifine's tragedy, Arifinian's Texas. So, it's this. This is from February twenty eighth. So Zelensky got his started as a comedian, where he was on the show. You know this whole story. Then the show was put on a network which is owned by the guy Kornowski. He was a close ally of the former prime minister, that's Peter Protosenko. You ain't gonna believe the rest of this here. He is Ukrainian in his early citizenship as well as Cyprus citizenship, which uses money to take over their particular. That's right. He took over the Ukrainian Jewish community organization by force. He couldn't maintain popular support after this move, and like any good billionaire, he said, "Fuck it, I'll build my own nationwide Jewish organization and fill it with people who won't dissent." Let's talk about how how crook this guy is. He stole billions from your God from Ukrainian banks and transferred it over to the U.S. He's also under investigation for buying 20 million dollars of coal, selling it to someone else, and then shutting down the company before the check could bounce to the original seller of the coal, who was a Belucerian oligarch. This guy got on Putin's shit list for defunding a Russian oligarch at $7 billion, several billion dollars, and got on Portia Zelensky's predecessor's shit list for intimidating state officials with his own militia. This man is just a Gryffindor monster. He was also dismissed as the governor of the Diempro, Oblast in 2014 and immediately turned around and helped ensure that the servant of the people, the show where Zelensky acted as president, aired on his one in one network in Ukraine, which is owned 70% of. Pandora papers reveal offshore holdings of Ukrainian president and all the rest of it. Then they talk about all these particular things that we just mentioned before. Zelensky nationalized the bank that Kolmogasi pillage, pointing down on liability on Ukrainian citizens. So after his best friend steals the money, the $5.5 billion, Zelensky nationalizes the bank. Putting taxes on the citizens. So they have to pay the money that was stolen. Their own money they have to pay. Absolutely wild. And it continues. Moving against Kowalski could indicate that the Biden administration won't take the political risk of interfering in legal matters that could lead back to the younger Hunter Biden. Kulanski and a Korgoni state in Burisma Holdings the same gas company that was paying partner Biden $85,000 a month just to sit on their boat and peddle influence to Biden's people No wonder Russia is so pissed Kulanski is a private militia conducting sabotage against Russian infrastructure that competes against his businesses Ongoing ads to undermine Ukrainian democratic processes Kalinitsky Cindy's hand it was responsible for the impeachment for demanding Ukraine investigate Burisma and does Kolonovsky over corrupt business practices So what this means is that the big hero Zelensky fired the prosecutor investigating Burisma Kolonovsky is benefactor who was bribery hunter Biden in the DNC during their palace well, Doing their situation with Trump over it And then it continues. (sighs) So. What else from this particular situation before we move on? We haven't gotten to what we really need to get to. Oh, it gets even screwier because Russia has stated that they want an an emergency UN meeting to discuss information concerning about biological labs in Ukraine. The US is saying that they use the biological raps in those ukrainian in the in ukraine to get rid of biological entities as it were eat real bad stuff but the russians are implying something worse with this we will have more details about this next week way more details if it does happen and take place The reality of this world that it it, is coming down into a million pieces we will get to that in the second segment if we got time for it. Speaking of which South Korea has elected a brand new president. His name. His name. Let me get his name here, folks. Um, Sung Yoon Suk Yo is the new president of South Korea. And pretty much it was a gigantic, it was a huge victory and the return of the conservatives somewhat back into power after they've been out of power since 2014. Markets taking a hit and I'm mean being hits after hits after hits after hits and Some are saying that we're now heading into a recession, but pretty much let's go back to South Korea His one of his major plans is to build a large shopping mall in a very liberal district in Seoul Ganggu district to solve a lot of the problems that have been going around since the pandemic but we'll see what else has happened but pretty much this situation concerning with his election he's now gonna have the lead in bigger particular issues outside of this so-called incel issue but this is a warning to the rest of the western world Continue to screw over working age men in every single aspect of life and You will get the whirlwind. That's one important thing that you must realize But in the end of the analysis In the end of the analysis concerning the world event crisis more Things are starting to come out, especially with the vaccine and the CDC almost admitting that they made a mistake. Pfizer no longer listed on the New York Stock Exchange because of things that are about to take place and happen. Their stock prices have gone way, way down. The New York Times thinks That it's time to forget about the world event crisis Nah, bro You ain't shit Seven's coming and you on the list motherfuckers. We name them and shamed them in 15 minutes So be cautious On those that want to forget because With the vaccines and people not getting treatment on one end They have extended it to if you're Russian or Belarusian you will not get treatment Xenophobia Right in front of your faces folks as The world event crisis in this particular crisis is coming forward and one last thing concerning war Even if you are on the wrong side of the war your job Especially immigrants there of fighting age Is to fight? To at least get the children away from the war At least do that good deed not be a bitch and run away That's not how a man handles his business Stop being jokes folks We're all gonna get called out for that shit. That shit's foul We will have more Beyond this earth, right after this. Beyond this earth will continue right after these messages.
1: It's coming, and you can't run away. Those that are taught. With the man called Fauci, those that have stated the mandates, the treatments, the obfuscations, and imaginations of power personified. They were singing songs, they were dancing in the streets, they were shooting for the gold. And then they took Red died and rolled it against the wall. It all came out snake eyes. Everybody started looking who is going to leave first and they slowly move away from each other, trying to get to the exit. They're not going to get to the end of the town, because it's coming, and boy, it's been a long time coming. You ain't shit seven. The Ravens, virus and the Gamblers of the West, coming this April to be on this earth. We now
0: return you to Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. Since we're in a very, very interesting time, just on a precautionary level, Carl Deniger has posted on the market ticker something important about how one needs to handle themselves if nuclear exchange does take place, just as a precaution. Everyone fears the prospect of nuclear war, and for good reason. Even though there are weapons, few are explosives specifically, that can and do scene's amounts of damage per device on a rough scale of a small nuclear device, a very named nuclear and of course, the damage from radiation related destruction to people cause a visceral reaction. It's sort of like a virus. If you think about it, you can't see it and you can wildly be screwed, and screwed, dead before knowing it happened. And once it does, there may not be anything you can do about it. We can see a tornado coming, or at least here if it's dark outside. We can see hurricanes days in advance. While commercial nuclear power freaks people out, too, including seeing ridiculously false mo- movies shoved in your face like China Syndrome, for example. A commercial reactor, if it gets into trouble, e. k. a. Fukushima, there is at least some warning. Of note, in Fukushima, everyone who died, in fact, died of panic, not necessarily radiation, or died from the tsunami itself. The tsunami killed a lot more people. With one apparent exception, a worker at the plant. Yes, the damage was severe. The cleanup will take decades and you're still seeing it. The destruction of ordinary use of a modest amount of land may be effectively permit, certainly longer than the United States has existed in terms of years and similar, but it was not a civilization ending or land sterilizing event, even in the local area. We have lived with the possibility of nuclear terror attack for a long time. It's not very hard to build a crude nuclear device. The only difficult part is to obtain the fissile material. Everything else could be literally done in your garage. The odds of you pulling off without managing to expose yourself enough to inhale dust such as the machining to kill yourself in the process are not very good. But then again, if you're willing to undertake such a monstrous act, I think it's fair to assume that you consider your own life worth forfeit anyway. But if such a weapon were to be used, would not even register in the terms to risk you unless you were in the immediate vicinity of where it was detonated. If someone blew it up once in New York City, for example, unless you were within a few 10 miles of New York City, the threat to your health and life would be an effective Zero. Do record the many tests of extremely large nuclear weapons in the United States and elsewhere around the world until 1958, with somewhere around 12, 2,100 nuclear bombs being detonated. We're still here. The threat today in the United States is, of course, the possibility of a strategic exchange that is, two or more nations with nuclear weapons who use them against the landmass of their opponents or the intent of destroying the political system. This, by definition, involves hitting civilian areas since all political systems are based in such places, such as Moscow and Washington, D.C. Mr. Deniger does not rate the odds of such a decision to be high. Even during the Cuban Missile Crisis and during the Cold War generally, there were times where people could have pushed the button and didn't. Unbeknownst to many a Soviet naval officer, Vasky Akaparov refused to consent to the use of nuclear torpedoes against the US Navy at the time. All three senior officers on board had to consent in order for the weapons to be released. He refused and by doing so prevented what would have been almost certainly escalated com- com- immediately into nuclear war. In 1983, there was a false alert in the Soviet Union. False alert in the Soviet Union. Their early warning radar indicated U.S. ICBMs in the air with four more behind it. The duty officer decided to wait for confirmation, which, of course, never occurred. Had he not, it would have been quite likely that the Soviets would have immediately launched against the US and NATO, which of course would have led into the US firing back. Both of these events happened during extremely tense periods in American history with respect to US-Soviet relations. What is going on right now is a tiny fraction of that, despite appearances. Yes, it is bad when a war is on. Yes, all sides in a war use propaganda, including deliberately cooked up images intended to flame the people on their side or on the other side, along with wildly reckless rhetoric designed to do the same. Today's social media and 24 hour news cycles promote the loudest, scariest headlines, even if the photographs are recycled from natural disasters, former conflicts. You've been games and are flat-out false That's war and it always sucks every single time It's been roughly 40 years since the USSR and the United States were in such a posture If you're younger than 50 years old, so you don't remember the last incident with the false warning and of course the Cuban Missile Crisis is not something that a person who is of working age less much a young person has any recollection since you were not yet born. All things considered, Carl Deniger rates the risk of an actual nuclear war between Russia and anyone else at this time to be extremely low but never zero and a lot higher than it was a few months ago. Take the below to that in context. The odds are very, very low this will happen, but they have increased since Russia invaded Ukraine and stupidity can rapidly escalate a bad situation into a catastrophic one. First, let us deal with a few facts related to nuclear weapons and then talk about the risk to you personally and what you might be able to do about it should the threat become realized. He dispensed with a common and therefore opinion incorrect view that every electronic device including every vehicle on the road will be destroyed instantly as the Russians will first display nuclear weapons in space which will create EMP that ruins them all. Yes, they will set up weapons in space and so will we. But while there will be some damage on the ground, it will not be a wipeout. He's done the math and he does not believe that it will happen on a national or global basis. The people that will claim it to happen has never proved their claims incidentally for obvious reasons. The purpose of sending off those weapons is to destroy the satellites which modern warfare considers critical to an observation, navigation, and communication standpoint. We will do it too to bring about the same result as doing so from a casualty point of view is free Thus if you think your GPS will work post event No, it will not, and neither will sell your infrastructure. So your cell phones are gone Your magic phone will be worthless So if you might think you want man, then you will live if you want them buy paper wines and keep them around Keep them around folks The very bad intermediate outcome of this event The human occupation of space will be extremely dangerous And flat out lethal for an extended period of time Unfortunately shielding requires mass And mass is your enemy when lifting something off the earth In addition, the insane amount of debris will make it generated, will make it in orbit, will make well conclude the use of orbital space for years and even decades, no one really knows, and it's essentially impossible to accurately model which type of debris will end up in an unstable orbit or how quickly it will just re-enter the atmosphere and is destroyed. Until it does, every bit and piece, even the tiniest pieces, is a lethal projectile carrying enough kinetic energy to severely damage or destroy everything that it crosses its path. So we're going to be screwed out of space if there is such a thing as a nuclear exchange. Not good. Not good at all. When a nuclear weapon is detonated against a ground based target, the immediate destructive effects come in three forms immediate radiation from the prompt critical action itself, blast pressure, and heat. All three are, as you might expect, it, extremely bad news. A nuclear weapon that has exploded near the ground that's in a ground burst form sucks up a wild amount of dust, dirt, and pulverizes whatever it was under and around it when it went off, thus, the mushroom cloud. Intermits with this are highly radiated byproducts of the nuclear reaction. That's fallout. An airburst, which is deliberately set off higher, typically a mile or so up, for the purposes of increasing the area subject to the blast and thermal threats that is destroying non-hardened targets like cities, produces negligible fallout because the only material that is available for the fission project itself, which is very small, and there is nothing for it to to let's talk about the ones you can control the situations you can't control and the ones you don't the immediate impact is where absent from really serious countermeasures prepared in advance it doesn't matter much this is the range where the blast of fats overpressure thermal, your barbecued and prompt radiation from the fission fusion itself are all in play these ranges from ground zero are more or less the same in other words, if you're one of them that gets, that gets you, the other can and will. Therefore, you must be able to pretend against all three, or you're wasting your time. This sort of pretension is not trivial. Blast overpressure is not about killing you directly, but also toppling and pulling things on top of you, like buildings. But frankly, if you're barbecuing in a with shine exposure while being a hundred. Few hundred tons from building blasted into you, I'm not sure there's much a difference. Essentially, the only real protection that will work is being materially underground with a blast resistant door, all penetration sealed against the blast pressure, and a secure means of retaining breathable filtered air, water, and dealing with your own human feces because you can't come out or use the bathroom after the event for a significant amount of time which will likely be weeks. In short, if that's the scenario you'll find yourself in the odds are not good and you might contemplate breaking out the booze, drinking and all, and sitting in the middle of the town square instead of trying to hide it out in a fashion that will be ineffective. This area is roughly 10 miles as the crow flies from a major metropolitan area with a hardened location i.e. military based civilian nuclear facilities such as a power plant depending on what gets hit or how big the bomb is from the radius varies and of course there may be more than one warhead targeted at your area but if you're not in the immediate area of destruction which is for most detonations going to be a few miles in diameter from wherever it goes off your arch aren't black, or at least initially. It is the longer-term days, weeks, and months, possibly years, that poses a problem. Let's talk about the high-risk hazards you don't really think about, which will widely change your odds in the weeks post-event. You must assume that any hardened location is going to get hit with a ground burst. This includes dams, nuclear power plants, any military asset with material storage or command centers that would have been underground facilities, and of course, any land-based missile sites. The latter is usually out west in the northern area of the United States, but not exclusively. There used to be Nike air defense bases all over the place, at least last day's defense against Soviet bombers, but they have been decommissioned and there's nothing there to blow up. So you can generally ignore those if you know of old one in your area. Ground bursts are the ones that produce the menuable full Fallout, but that is relatively short lived, is serious risk of getting you, assuming you're not in the overpressure heat shine area. It is the nuclear and various facilities that are blown into the air that are the most serious problem and the one that cannot be outlasted if you get blanketed from it. And presume, assuming that you're not down with a, that sort of target. You should shield yourself from fallout for a couple of weeks. You should will probably be okay in the short term. To know when it is safe you need a means of measuring current radiation levels. You don't care for this purpose about alpha so the less expensive units are fine but you do need one and batteries for it but you must assume there will be no power, no food and no pump water available whatsoever. For comparison. The background normal level in my home, in his home registers about 100 microsieverts an hour, 0.5 microsieverts per hour. A microsievert is an extremely small amount of radiation. Over 24 hours, you received about 3.5 microsieverts. Just ordinary things such as cosmic radiation and naturally radiative elements in the ground around you. You receive 10 times as much from just taking a cross-country flight because you lose a good part of the atmosphere shielding and altitude and about 30 times as much every time you go to a dentist and he takes x rays of your teeth. A woman takes about 1,000 times that amount when she gets a mammogram to detect breast cancer. None of these can kill you. Remember that the pilot in front of the plane and the camera attendants take that exposure daily. Roughly <clears throat> 100,000 microsieverts a year, possibly is recovered to materially elevate your lifetime cancer risk. To put this in perspective, 100 times my usual background level might elevate his cancer risk but won't kill him instantly. So, post a nuclear attack, if I was to read 15 microsieverts sieverts an hour, which is about 100 times it reads now, Yes, I think he can come out of the shelter and won't die immediately, but he might get cancer from it years later Of course if it's ten times higher than that for a very short term excursion might be okay You definitely do not want to come out yet As severe radiation poisoning is not a fun way to expire and you might very well do since fallout often winds up oddly concentrated in certain place but in not in other places due to rain dropping or in the atmosphere etc that theflector posts an event like that that detector posts an event like this will be your friend for quite some time well into the future that's a michael sievert detector The detect radiation food and water in sealed containers will be fine because there's no way for the fallout to get in there and may be ingested Water can be filtered for most radioactive particles of concern. Even moderate level fallout, provided you are shielded from the direct radiation it gives off from anywhere from a few days to a couple of weeks, will decay quite rapidly. That means if you have a basement or underground shelter or a storm shelter and add sandbags or similar, where the coverage is zero or close to you if you don't have enough shielding to prevent taking legal doors during that time. Remember that radiation in particles, which there which it is where it is, has to get into the shelter, so you need to deal with air supply and exchange along with filtration or dust and such that it might be in the air. Most homes with a basement or similar can be easily and reasonably inexpectedly fitted to suit this purpose. You cannot assume that a generator or any other electric devices of any form or function Will function even on battery power, but most contrary to people's beliefs, will in fact work just fine. Just don't count on it working. Do not discount that sanitation becomes an extremely serious issue if you can't leave the shelter. What is of most likely is that you will have to risk for very, very short periods of time in order to get human waste outside of the shelter space. You must not contaminate yourself while doing so think of this as an extremely tough problem How you do it how you can avoid getting contaminated while doing so and how you keep any Contamination from getting into the shelter when you do so before you need to use said preparations in anger You also need to figure out how to deal with clothing as it becomes contaminated and if it does it can it can be washed successfully, but most and not all cases, you need to keep the contaminated material away from you until it's successfully cleaned in a place where you can dispose the contamination without screwing yourself, or it must be disposed again where you don't screw yourself. Likewise, you need to figure out how to wash any contamination off your person without screwing yourself with the contaminated water. Again. Running water may as well be an unattainable luxury and thus if you get contaminated, it's not a trivial problem. If someone else is sharing your shelter gets badly contaminated, you may have excluded themselves or they will kill you too. Yeah, that's a pretty shitty deal. Think of it thoroughly and carefully and discuss it with anyone you might share shelter with because that person you may at the force outside will be your own child or yourself. The bigger issue in terms of fallout arises if something like a high-level nuclear isotopes get hit with a ground burst. Think nuclear power plants are similar. They're all full of high-level waste that do not degrade for thousands of years and will be blown into the atmosphere. And then it will fall back. This is not really fallout. Or fallout. Although it can be called that, it's a deliberate scouring of extremely dangerous high-level poisons, radioactive poisons, that were the thing in that it was blown out. While you can shield yourself from this, it won't degrade materially in a couple of weeks. It will remain dangerous for years, decades. Or way longer that sort of contamination will outlast your supplies with certainty which will ultimately force you to abandon your shelter and quite possibly face a Hobson's choice the only way around out of this problem has a high degree of success it for not to for it not to be there unfortunately which is where those math may well come in handy. You won't know what you drew the short straw after the event since predicting where exactly the debris will deposit in advance is close to impossible. In addition, if you're downstream of any sort of dam or other streamless structure, you must assume it will be blown up. It means that you will be 10 feet underwater hiding underground just as gets you killed easily as drowning. Again, the only way around that is to be not be there where it happens. Know what is around you for a radius of 10 to 50 miles. In short, if you expect an attack is coming in, and that's 24 to 48 hours, contemplate whether you can get at a place of relative safety, but realize that being exposed rather than sheltered, even if all not that well sheltered, provided you're not in an immediate blast area, is absolutely not a trade-off to make. Hint. If suddenly the various people in high-level positions within the government go hide somewhere and nobody seems to know where they are or hasn't seen them, it might be a good idea to think they're likely to get very, very warm in the next couple of days. One other point. People talk about potassium iodide tablets. These are very useful in a nuclear incident because running reactor produces radioactive iodine. This decays on Eight days' half life cycles and is only produced by an active fission reaction. So, about two and a half months, it's gone. This is something produced by a nuclear weapons, but that's not the biggest issue, and further, it dissipates quite rapidly. These tablets are not risk free and do exactly nothing to prevent against any other radioactive element. One of the nastiest fission reactors bypass is strontium 90, which the body thinks is calcium. Than does if it is ingested, the body takes it into the bones and teeth, which reliably cause bone cancer, a very nasty way to die. This particular bit of evil has a half-life of 29 years. Iron Down will, not provide, will never provide any protection against it and will be dangerous for roughly three centuries. Potassium iodide tablets are very useful in the event of a nuclear incident, but not so much in a war, and if you get hammered by the side effects in a war, there will be no medical care available in an ancient situation there is. Part of the problem when using them is that you generally must pre-dose before exposure yet get the significant health risk in its use, when until after the bomb goes off may do little or nothing. Typically, in an accident situation, there is time between the likely release and it actually happening, thus, time to load the body. Final consideration to take into account if such an event happens in the aftermath. Without electrical power, our base load generating capacity must be assumed to be entirely close or nearly destroyed in such an event. No petrochemical plants operating in much of our arable land contaminated, thus, users for the next planting season longer. The next couple of years are going to suck really fucking
1: hard.
0: Farming without modern technology and substance level of fare without the amount of land able to be worked and the yield from it being a tiny fraction of what we have now. Even when they have a year of edible food or some people's thought people will not materially help, it will be several years if not a decade or much longer. Before rebuilding can actually realistically bear fruit and that thus assumes the social political fabric remains Which is far from a short thing Yeah sobering stuff here folks, but perhaps if you think long enough You'll recognize while well, letting people running around with act in while wildly Irresponsible matter within our political class over the last 20 plus years was a very bad idea And yeah, we in the rest of the Western world exactly Let them do that. The only good news is that those two actually had to push the big red button all know the above and so While knowing that means they will probably die as well no matter how rich or powerful they are In addition if you are American or anywhere else in the western hemisphere for that matter You need to think long hard and now on whether you will permit your government to become embroiled in what is really a European problem. If Europe wants to risk blowing itself up and their agricultural capacity for the next decade, killing about 50% of their population that survived the war by salvation, that does not mean we have to walk away and let them do it, refusing to get involved. It shouldn't take that much imagination for government officials to realize that no matter how much their power and wealth, they're just ordinary people while facing down a nuclear war and in fact rather to get likely to be the first to go up in smoke. Once things come down, maybe, just maybe, you'll be motivated enough to willing to put a stop to this crap by various political actors, all of them who have acted with wild disregard for said risks over the last 20 years. Yes, we did this with our repeated broken promises in regards to NATO expansion. Our recent egging of Ukraine's decided to ascend to both NATO and the EU, and our involvement in the 2014 attempt to remove Russian control from a primary deep-water naval asset, specifically their port in the Crimea region. While we're not at fault for the invasion, that is entirely on Putin. We certainly did and are responsible for what we did and and in ratified the NATO ascension of several nations that fumbly in our Senate in 20, 2004, and we did participate in the Ukrainian revolution and rhetoric regarding NATO membership since. It is not just glowing in the dark, which can be avoided if you're in a big city or sitting on top of a facility that gets pummeled. It is also starving and freezing to death. In the next couple of years after the event, never mind having essentially zero modern medical care or any sort of available or any other modern conveniences we have all grown to know and enjoy. If we let this happen, they will be all gone. And with that, if it happens, will be our fault. That's basically what will happen. Give that some consideration We'll be right back after this we'll be on this earth Beyond this earth will continue right after these messages Beyond This Earth is now available on Stitcher. One of the easier ways to get your radio shows on the Apple and Android devices. It is also on wherever you get your radio shows. Beyond This Earth is now on Stitcher. We now return you to... Beyond This Earth well, I'm back to Beyond This Earth and we're all back here. Y'all have to understand about we've been discussing these things about life and how people are, appreciating people and how are appreciated and people are not appreciated and and other things concerning with how life can change in an instant. Especially if you're a Ukrainian or Russian child who is um going through these particular things in government that the adults really don't understand and really trying to get through all these other things and you saw people leaving and all the rest of it and it's it's hard for people to really understand and really appreciate certain things I don't want to talk about many women issues when it's related to all these particular things because in the end of the analysis the next generation suffers and it suffers because people are not willing to understand that certain things are not permanent in a world that will basically end but in much longer terms but things end and there is no understanding of how life is seen in the incorrect form these days so people go to the East not to learn how to defend oneself and how to use the body not in armoring but in the fullness of oneself, but to find new gurus in order to find new highs that are fleeting. We have a woke culture that has used aspects of Christianity and other particular places, other particular religions, defending the religion when it does wrong. Protecting others when it doesn't do, protecting certain aspects of it when it does wrong. And dismissing others when it's the right thing to do. And so this woke culture is creating a new religion right in front of our faces. A lot of people are just trying to say, give them another chance, give them another chance. But there are no chances for people. They are just looking for pleasure in all the, in all the places they need to divide pleasure. I have to ask men this question. Are you really appreciated in a world that ultimately wants to destroy you? And I go back to the situation where King Velasquez King Velasquez went out and tried to get the guy that hurt his child over a hundred times. He fought so hard to find a woman that respects him. He fought so hard to provide for that same woman, for, for that woman the child. He tried to raise them right. And then, for an event, an incident like this to happen, after all the struggles one goes through, a man will snap. Because it is a philosophical. And psychological reality that you fought so hard to reach a point that you had this particular place that you now can raise another or another human being the struggles to be with a woman all the rest of it and then the struggles to raise that particular child and to and to be and to make sure the mother's okay, all the rest of it, and then for someone, somebody, whatever is in the family outside of day, to do such a day, of course the man will snap, cause he put all of his work into trying to get to this particular point in life, and he did it, and and everybody should be able to have. A certain amount of forgiveness for Mr. Velasquez. Because a lot of other people would have done the same thing. The society that refuses to support the good. And punish the bad. is a society that no child. Should be living in. And one of the reasons why is that. People are trying to look for new highs, niche highs, and all the rest of it, instead of accepting the reality of death. Accepting the reality that nothing will last forever, especially one's life. That the only thing that will exist is the void. And for us as Catholics, the only thing that we can only hope for is the realization that we're all sinners and that Christ is the is not for crisis That's it. There's nothing else. For many of us is the void. They have to start beginning as men to accept this reality. And it's a difficult reality to accept. What you're seeing today, especially with women and other particular things of that nature, is that they're not important. They never will be important. Making the world better than it was once left is the important thing. Even if it's on an incremented level One has to figure it out That the world doesn't give people meaning one has to find meaning from one from oneself And a lot of men have lost it the case have lost the gist of it but we'll see what happens that project that I'm working about concerning that particular issue about men finding meaning in themselves still being worked at but it's going to be really interesting when it opens we're not looking for gurus anymore we're not looking for all these particular things anymore We're not looking for teachers that don't want to teach and all the rest of it. What we're looking for is to find a way to find, to be able to activate that meaning within oneself. That's all this thing is and that's all it will ever be. That's coming soon. We'll be right back with more Beyond This Earth right after this. Beyond this earth will continue right after these messages. No, they back here. You notice that we name this show Beyond This Earth because we always think about things that are beyond this earth. But sometimes we talked a little bit too much about the issues in the earth. But what about what is going on above us? Our hopes and our dreams and our futures just lie 62 miles way up there. We did it before, 50 some years ago. And now we're in the process of doing it again. It is now time for the 22nd century. Coming soon to beyond this earth. to be on the surf last segment let's get to the news that you missed Tesla's new factory in Germany won conditional support to churning out cars Disney is ending a cheaper ad supported tier starting later this year Russian owned businesses in the US has been getting vandalized and had fresh during the war flag manufacturers in the u.s. are seeing huge price and demand for Ukraine flags the hacker group known as Anonymous has claimed that it has hacked Russian streaming services and live TV channels to broadcast footage in the war in Ukraine. The Batman has scored his second best opening in the pandemic era, bringing in one hundred and twenty-five million, one hundred twenty-eight thousand, one hundred twenty-eight hundred million dollars in the box office this week. Last weekend, Ukrainians are finding. That their Russian relatives don't believe that a war is going on. The NBA star Britney Griner was detained in Russia after authorities found Hashish Zorin and Vade cartridges in her luggage. Google and Apple have announced a return to office plans. TikTok is being probed by a group of state attorneys general about its potentially adverse effects on kids. Turtis, a last mile delivery robot company, rolled out what is basically mobile vending machines in partnership with 18 retailers. Mobileye, Intel's autonomous vehicle unit, has filed for an IPO. Pony.ai, a Chinese autonomous vehicle company with operations in California, said it is now valued at $8.5 billion. Apple has an event this week. And what it announced this week is a cheaper iPhone and other particulars. Coinvoice has blocked more than 25,000 Russian link wallet addresses suspected and engaged in illicit activity. Scientists warned in a new paper that the Amazon rainforest is nearing the point where much of it will turn into a savannah. Elon Musk, wait. Tuba Lipa was hit with a second copyright infringement lawsuit that claims that her jam, Levitin, was a copycat of another song. Elon Musk has suggested for out a settlement that Tesla reached with the SEC in 2018 that requires him to get some tweets pre-approved. The U.S. rejected a surprise announcement from Poland to hand over his mig 29 fighter jets in Ukraine to use, saying that the plan will potentially spark a broader conflict with Russia. Better.com, the online mortgage company that infamously found 900 employees over Zoom last year, has now laid off more than one-third of its workforce, which is about 3,000 jobs. NFL News, CL, Seattle quarterback Russell Wilson is reporting to be treated to the Denver Broncos, and Aaron Rodgers said he will turn to the Virginia Bay Packers, and Khalil Mack is now a Charger. The AFC West is the Wild Wild West again. Apple has released a 5G version of its low-cost iPhone and see at its peak performance event, which I just mentioned earlier. Microsoft closed its $16 billion acquisition of Nuance, a speech recognition company that it plans to integrate into its healthcare AI offerings. Inflection is a new natural language processing startup. Created by DeepMind founder Mustafa Suleiman, LinkedIn founder Reid Hoffman, and former DeepMind researcher Cameron Simeon, GM and pg and it is partnered with a bi-directional charging pilot in California. In other EV news, the company announced plans for a new $400 million capital plan in Canada. Immutable, an NRT, NFT startup from Australia, was at2.5 $2.5 billion in a recent funding round. The House Judiciary Committee asked the DOJ to investigate Amazon over potential criminal in Congress the lawmakers said that Amazon tried to block inquiries into alleged anti-corruption, anti-competitive practices. The U.S. labor market is still extremely tight. There were only 11.3 million job openings in January, a slight drop off from the record set in 2021 December. Goldman Sachs and JP Morgan are winding down their businesses in Russia, becoming the first major U.S. banks to pull out of the country. Disney is also pausing its operations, also in Russia. Goldman Sachs and Jay, uh, wait, uh, uh, victims of the opioid crisis were able to directly confirm members of the Sackler family, which consequently made Purdue Pharma, for the first time yesterday in a virtual hearing. Amazon stock has its second-best day of 2012, more than 5% following its Wednesday announcement of a stock split and a plan to buy back shares Ryan Kugler, the director of Black Panther was detained by police in the Bank of America in January after they mistook them for a robber According to a new police report. Coogler said this situation should have never have happened But we have moved on and that is the news that you have missed for this week Wild that last, um, thing, crazy. Anyway, some space news and important space news. Without the James Webb Telescope, LASIK would be in the stuck in the Stone Age. That's the laser eye surgery, which is one of the re. This is the articles that I want to showcase the reasons why we are doing this space special near the end of this season that is why these are some of the reasons why here is what the article comes from It's from morning brew the world's most powerful telescope which will allow human beings to see further into the universe than ever also played an instrumental role in improving the vision of people back on this planet of origin LASIK, one of the most common forms of laser eye vision correction surgery, would not be possible in its current form without the skin Scanning Hack, Slack, sh- Shack, Hartman system, a sensor tech initially created for the James Webb Telescope, which was launched in 2021 December. <laughs> Last year, more than 800,000 people. Received laser vision correction surgery considered the world's most advanced telescope 100 times 100 times more powerful than the hubble the web and NASA, the web took nasa 30 years and 10 million dollars to build It's coming from long-term NASA projects to cast off innovations that later advanced a number of unrelated fields like it was famously the case with the Apollo program and tech like GPS microchips and other new satellites Web's effect on LASIK is another example of this link between space technology and earthly applications according to Christopher Starr spokesperson for the American Academy of Apollo Ophthalmology and the director of reflect and laser correction surgery at the well cornell medicine in new york the early days of lasik work. remember galileo when he pulled out the little handheld telescope and looked up into the sky that little houndell single piece thing we call it the earliest and first iteration of laser vision correction it all started with mirrors and measurements in the early 2000s the NASA team was trying to figure out how to make a telescope that was powerful as the James Webb look into the unforgiving conditions of outer space. For that, they needed to build technology that did not exist yet. For one, the James Webb telescope's 18 primary mirror segments had to be shaped hyperspecifically with no margin of error in order to capture the cleanest, most accurate pictures of the universe. During the grinding and polishing process, the team accidentally ground off too much of the mirror surface. They would have to start all over again, costing Nance the time and money. But prolonging the process could increase costs due to materials and scheduling, so efficiency was key. The primary Miller really really defines the power of the telescope, Lee Feinberg, Webb's optical telescope element manager told morning brew. Later, he added, it's important when you first polish in a mirror, the better to uh, utter you understand that the entire mirror surface, the more efficiently you can go about making that mirror. So NASA needed a way to measure the telescope's mirror deviations read imperfections with unprecedented accuracy. After some digging, an perkley based company named Wavefront Sciences which specialized in sensor technology seemed like a good bet. Between June 2000 and June 2007, the company received more than $175,000 in contracts from NASA. From this partnership, the scanning Shaq Hartman Wavefront sensor was born. NASA didn't Actually, wind up using the tech as much as anticipated. Freenberg recalled it using only in the early evaluation phase, but that didn't stop the sensors, which had been created for space exploration to transform in another industry, laser eye surgery. In the early days of laser vision correction, patients will receive a few size fits all treatment based on their eyeglass prescription. If two people had Three prescriptions for nearsightedness, they received the exact same surgery, there was no way to customize it further. But that all changed in the 2000s once the new sensor tech came into the picture and allowed for constant measurements of each individual's visual system with the ability to study irregularities in addition of nearsightedness and farsightedness. Suddenly, many people with astigmatism were no longer excluded from laser vision correction. It was right when I was starting my professional career, Star recalled. He had it was a revolutionary improvement to offer some custom individualized treatments, which you could imagine is infinitely better than just typing in an eyeglass prescription and treating everybody with the same eyeglass prescription exactly the same. All these advanced tools really showed us that everybody's cornea and everybody's eye and everybody's optical systems were uniquely different. Different. A sensor technology works by sending out individual beams of infrared light to specific points at the retina. They return in a uniform way. The visual system has no flaws. If they don't, the sensor can measure each aberration or deviation from the norm, and the LASIK procedure is individualized accordingly. NASA NASA measured their mirrors with the Shaq-Hartman system, and they knew where to smooth and to treat the mirror to make it even more perfect and we do the exact same thing with eyes, Star said. We measure the cornea and visual system of one's eyeball and we identify the aberrations. In 2007, the startup was acquired for $20 million by Advantage, Advanced Medical Optics, AMO. Two years later, aber- laboratories and medical device giant, acquired AMO and by extension, Wavefront Sciences for $2.8 billion in 2017. Johnson & Johnson purchased Abbott's medical optics subsidiary, which includes Wavefront. Then, in 2019, once Johnson & Johnson reportedly ended development efforts on Wavefront's laser vision measurement device, members of Wavefront Sciences broke off and created a new startup, familiarly enough, Wavefront Dynamics. That new company raised a $3 billion million Series A in August of 2020. Today, the LASIK world has built upon this sensor tech even further. It now f- offers a higher resolution scans that analyze 1,257 micro refranches in the cornea, a five-time increase in data points than the initial scanning, Shack. Hartmann system. That translates to treatments with a greater degree of customization, allowing people with more severe agmatism or with higher degrees of nearsightedness or far-sightedness to be candidates for surgery for the first time. Thanks to recent advancements that have built on the foundational sensor tech, Star said LASIK is now moving beyond its Hubble phase and entering its web era, in other words, a time which the field pushes the boundaries of what was once thought impossible That's why I'm doing the show that's why that's why I'm doing that special That's why I'm doing that special That's why That's why space is important I made a mention on guru gothic a couple of days ago. It's now being worked on as we're speaking That we're fixing the website as right now So it's so we're fixing two websites at the same time And so I've been busy on a lot of those particular things and I'm getting back to work hopefully by net this week on it that will pretty much reopen both guru gothic it's retrofitting and the other site that i'm working on and i'm hoping that it will work in the way that i believe that it will work now i know that wordpress is going to go into 6.0 in 20 in may of 2020 and so that will affect certain other decisions as well so it will be updated on, on top of it as well so they're moving away from these particular things into a more of a block setup that is closer to, how should we say it, what they have in Wix or Squarespace, in that particular sense. I mentioned that we are going to do major projects um, for certain particular entities in the next several weeks. Yes, these are true. They are going to be expansive. These projects, I hope, We'll start in the summer. That is why I'm taking a humongous break in the summer. That's why we have to end the season early. I hope we can end the season early by the 7th. I'm not going to do any specials. These projects are long-term, and they are going to hopefully be only updated once or twice. I'm setting myself up for a much bigger future, and this is one of those setups to that future. One of those projects is the final major project I am ever going to do Concerning with anything animation unless it is for Something in the terms of we doing business with each other This is the last time and I'm going to Make sure one of the last times or one of the few of the last times there I'm going to make sure this project is going to be the most expensive project I have ever done. And I hope that it is going to be something of the last great love letter to animation in this particular format that I will ever do. So, watch out for that project. It is going to be absolutely fantastic. You're going to love it. The winners of... Lomezs and Let me get this right here, so I can make sure I get this correct If I can get if I can find it Besides prize winner He they had the winners are already announced It's both for fiction poetry nonfiction and visual art it was worth 20k in prizes and other special boldness prizes and because of the courtesy jobs. And then the passage precise book will be coming in the spring and the summer and for both um canconic and passage press, which is the place for that one. Their winners have been announced on Lomez's. Um, Twitter handle that's Lomez. You'll find it. And you can see the winners. They're pretty impressed. Some of it is pretty impressive. Uh, I might even do a review of the book if they if I am given permission to do so. So that is something that is very interesting. And a lot of it is a little bit of neo-narish, some of the art is pretty good. Some of it should have made it. We will look at the losers, the ones that didn't make it and the ones that did. So we'll see what develops on that particular one as well. And a lot of them had done some interesting um, judging on that particular aspect as well. Next week, we will continue on what is going on in this particular issue with Ukraine and Russia. Something might may have gone down after this recording, so we'll take a look at that as well, plus other particular things as it develops. Thank you for listening to this edition of Beyond This. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Radio Republic. Now on Stitcher. Soon on Clubhouse spotify green room and some interviews if we can get them on stereo and we are always available wherever you get your radio shows this is Nova the thank you for listening and we'll see you next time on beyond this earth beyond this earth is a garo gothic production